Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. Angry describes your mood when you're so angry you just need to bang something out of your system. Welcome to Little Miss Recap, the recap show where we rip apart and dissect your favorite streamers. Is that good? Love Does it. Does that work? Okay. Perfect. I'm Amy Archer. I'm here with my bestie, my wife, the gravy to my french fry, Steph. Peanut butter, cheap and jelly. We are peanut butter and jelly, kind of. Mm. I would I definitely be peanut butter. Oh, no, I would be peanut butter. You don't mm, think? I feel like I'm thick and slow. <laughs> So what does that make me? I don't know. Smooth and creamy? I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, we're coming at you guys today with some more tiny, beautiful things. I have new thoughts on the show. Mm, Same. Um, Let's get it. Let's talk about it. I want to hear your thoughts first this time. Okay. So I feel like there is no chemistry between Danny and Claire. None. None. Like none at all. I don't buy them together. I don't either. I feel like there's, okay, this is going to (laughs) sound, you guys might want to fast forward a minute here. (laughs) I feel like the younger Claire and Danny, it almost seems like he's underage. And that creeps me out because I feel like she's like 22, 23. I'm so confused by all of this. And he looks maybe 17. Like yeah. the the acting the character, the yes. actor is a great actor. The casting mm. is wrong. The casting mm-hmm. is wrong on this show. I agree. Yeah, Merritt Weaver, fantastic casting. Mm-hmm. Catherine Hahn, fantastic. Mm. Oh, I love her. She's too much of a mess for me. So that's a character thing, though, not the actor. Yeah, yeah. I don't hate the actor. I just the care. I don't love this main character, which is a real problem for me. Mm. I just I don't buy her chemistry with the husband. Well, I don't either. But I think again, I don't think that's. I don't know. And I feel like I feel like so. Okay, there's an issue with this money. He clearly threw her out of the house over the money. Like he throws her out of her house over that? So that's, so I think I touched, I might have said something about this last week. I don't remember. But I was surprised. Oh, it was last week because we were talking about him bringing her the sandwich while she was sleeping outside of the daughter's bedroom. Mm -hmm. And he was being like sweet to her, which surprised me because this was a man that literally kicked her out of the house. So, I was, I don't, I just don't understand their relationship at all. Like, yeah, is he, I, I don't either. I, I just don't get it. He's like, 
kicking her out, but then he's like super sweet to her. And then we and find out that like she went to work at a corporate job so he could be a musician. Mm-hmm. I know. And he's thrown her out. I know, I don't get it. Who's I don't gonna like pay it. Those, who's gonna pay those big fat bennies, Danny? Mm-hmm. Let's get into it and we'll talk right. throughout. Okay. So we open on this is season one, episode five, the nose. We open on a screaming match between Ray and Claire, and I feel seen. Now I oh have God. said, I have said, my uh-huh. daughters are not this awful. My daughters were this awful this week. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. I started Monday? No, Friday. No, Monday, like this. This was a scene from my house on Monday. Mm. Screaming match. Um, She doesn't want to go to school because everyone's making fun of her for the TikTok. And Ray says if they make her go, she's transferring to Douglas. This this scene, but let's just back up. I, I can't with this kid. And I'm sorry. If, if anybody's kid is actually talking to them like this and dumping the contents of their bag out oh, on that, I had a problem. little fucking asshole. <laughs> Yeah. I, I can't, Amy, you know how I am. This kid, I can't with her. Yeah. yeah. I, she's the worst. How can any person watching this feel any sort of empathy towards this kid? Because I can't. I can't even find it, it within myself. I hate her. Yeah. Like, I wish she wasn't even part of the story because she doesn't matter. It's bad. Um, I don't like her. I and I like want her to like either. her because I want, like, I always want to love the mother-daughter dynamic. Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. kid is awful. She's pretty awful. Um, like, I feel tells- like has she never faced any consequence before in her life? I don't like, know. And I feel like when Danny and- gets involved, which is way too late in my opinion. Yes. He um, was just allowing it to happen. Yeah. Mm-mm. She like immediately like listens to him. Of course. Of course. I don't like any of it. Well, I don't and, like this. okay, so this is why I feel like they are portraying Claire as like her life is a fucking mess. But like, why is her life a mess? I know. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Like, clearly, see- Ray doesn't doesn't respect her. Right. But why? Like, is she an addict? Is she an alcoholic? Is she a gambler? Is she having affairs? Why? But I'm kind of feeling like we have been seeing. Her do all kinds of fucked up things through every episode, and we still don't really know why, other than the mom dying. Mm-hmm. Which was 20 years ago. Right. So I, I, I'm i having a hard time, like, making sense of this in my brain. Like, why is she, she's still acting out? Because we see her having, like, angry sex all over the place, which I also Who came out with. daughter? Into. Oh, I'm talking about Claire. Okay, because Ray's doing it too. <laughs> yeah, I know. My thing is you don't see any sweet moments between Claire and the daughter. Like it's no. all vitriol, and all hatred. Like mm-hmm. why? Where is this coming from? Like, yes, we had a screaming match here on Monday, but like that's rare. Right. My kids yeah, are we don't generally know. decent to me. Right. We don't know. I don't know. I don't. I'm mm-hmm. having. I had a real problem with episode five. Okay. Didn't like it at all. So was- in this fight, Ray says they're fighting about college. Ray said she's not going, and Dad's like, "Oh, you're going." And uh, Ray says, "Well, Dad didn't go to college, and he and and Claire goes, he regrets it." And Danny goes, "You didn't finish college either, Claire." And she looks at him. I know. 
Before Ray leaves, she dumps out her backpack and there's a mug that smashes. And it has a nose as the handle. And Ray says she was going to give it to her mother for Mother's Day. Can I tell you how much I loved that? The nose? Yeah. Oh. I really did. I struggled with this episode because, as you know, I'm an English major. And analyzing and picking things to death is my jam. I know. And I was really trying to work with the metaphor for the nose here. And I was struggling. I just liked it as a gift for myself is what I meant. Mm. Because I have a big schnoz. And it's kind of like whenever I grabbed it that I would be picking the nose. Oh. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Okay. So flashback to Claire at college. Some douchebag. Douchebag. I just call him bro. (laughs) Bro. (laughs) So bro stops her and says, you look familiar. And His then name we learn really probably like Chad. Oh, he's a total Chad. And Whoa. then we find out that he's a douchebag that used to bully her. And we see her when she was young. Mm-hmm. Now, not the 20-year-old. There's a lot of time jumping here. The little Claire. Little no. Claire. We see her come home from school. She's all upset because this douchebag's been bullying her. And mom says, You can't let the worst things that happen to you. Okay, I have I have a problem with Mary Weaver. Block your ears, Stephanie. I have a problem with Merritt Weaver. I'm listening. They give her, like, does she only talk in Brene Brown quotes? Like, does she only talk in hashtag blessed language? I know. It's I'm not with real. You on this one. I'm with you on this one. I felt that in this episode, too. And it's not a Merritt Weaver thing. It's this. It's just the writing. Yeah. Just yeah. a little over the top. Yep. And I so, love her, and I I do love her character, but I am feeling like they're too they're too perfect or something in the in these younger years. These the early mom years. is the mom, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like no mom is that perfect and has it together and is calm. Like get the fuck out of here. Um, come to my house Monday morning when I'm screaming at my kid that she's a witch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's okay, sweet pea. I know. It's a little much. In present day, the douchebag, bro, asks if they banged at a dead show. She said she would rather die than go to a dead show, and I feel seen again. I knew you were going to pick up on that. I knew you would, because I was like, oh, this is the one thing that we are not on the same page on. Nope. Because nope. I really do feel like a lot of my, I do see a lot of my messy self mm-hmm. in this character, but that yeah. part is but your messy self at what age like you're not this messy now um like this was maybe you in your late 20s maybe like it's not now like what for she's we learn oh maybe i watched too far ahead but we learned she's like two days shy of being 40 so she's 39 oh okay i didn't know that Mm -hmm. so oh I feel like she's too old to be. She's too old to be 39. I, don't know I mean, I'm too old to be 39. But <laughs> yeah, that doesn't fit. Yeah, I don't know. So now we see. Do you want to know what I do love, though? What? The actors that play the younger Claire. They're great. Are excellent. They're I have great. never seen a character that they have so perfectly cast that it actually looks like it, it's totally believable. That part mm-hmm. for me is. Well, and I think there's something to 
the younger story, the mother dying, the brother, her falling apart, that is true to Cheryl Strayed's story. Mm. All of this new stuff isn't, and I think it's clear that it was invented. Mm. And that might be the problem. I also want to know more about the father. Oh, yeah. I think we will. Okay, so I hate the Grateful Dead, guys. I'm sorry. Come at me. I know. It's the one thing Amy and I don't see. Well, not the one thing, but it's one of the big things because I love the Grateful Dead. Timmy doesn't like them either. My husband doesn't like them either. Mm -mm. Patrick doesn't either. I'm the only one that does. Yeah. Yeah. When we went to Nina and Ned's, our our Mm -hmm. mutual friend's house, they are so into the Grateful Dead that they actually have purchased some kind of video stream where they can just watch concerts. That's awesome. (laughs) <laughs> See, that's that's up my alley. And oh, Timmy and I are like, um, can can we put on like old reruns of Star Trek or something? Do we oh, have to God. watch this? You are Patrick. <laughs> God. You would be okay. like the weirdest thruple. So now we're in advanced world fiction. I'm super excited. This is for mm-hmm. idea. The professor's handing out the syllabus for the final quarter, which doesn't make sense. Do you mean semester? Semester. Mm-hmm. They're gonna read the nose by Gogol. And I'm not familiar with this story at all. Mm -mm, I wasn't either. Bro asks her to hang out after class. And she says, I I even forget his name. She goes, bro, you terrorized. We went to school together in junior high and you fucking terrorized me. Now, this is me. I will carry a motherfucking grudge against the people who were mean to me. Same. Mm -hmm. Because I have one of those. Stephanie ran into somebody that I went to high school with the other day and asked me if I knew this person. And I graduated with like maybe 70 people. Like I went to a small school. There's like six I don't hate. And she was one of them. So I was like, yeah, okay, that, was that person is fine. The odds of that yes. happening. And here's the deal. I was a poor kid. Not a super poor kid, but I didn't have money. Me and too. I went to this really kind of upper class uh, religious school, like a private school. Oh, I and, thought you meant your neighborhood. And they terrorized me. Uh, oh, really? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. You've never mm-hmm. really talked about that before. So not only was I the fat girl, I was the weirdo mm. poet who listened to the Indigo Girls. And I also didn't have my mm. own car or, like, didn't drive my mom's BMW or, you know. Yeah. I had a girl in, like, junior high that I still despise because she was really awful to me. Yeah, and it, it actually something ugh, it's so stupid because I'm like old enough to be like I shouldn't feel this way anymore. But I have carried that with me, mm-hmm. like it, the bullying that took place during those years really yes. shaped those years for me and ruined my entire yeah. high school and junior high experience. Yeah, it's why 100%. I hate school. Like it, mm-hmm. it truly ruined school for me. And yep. those years and my child, like I hate, I I have nothing good to look back on on those years and I hate her. I still I do. Feel, I, I feel the same saying, way. I, mean, I feel like I don't actively hate these people. Like I'm going to go to their house and kill all no, the pets and burn their houses down. Of course. But. I'm know, much more involved than that. When but they're right. sending me a friend request on Facebook, fuck you. Yes. Yeah. This one did that to me like constantly and I would just deny it. And then she would send another one. What the? What does she want? We're not friends. Hope you drink an iced coffee before your hike this morning. <laughs> a frozen coffee. 
back at their apartment, Lucas is just laying around smoking weed, watching TV. Watching soap operas, which was the best. Lives, I believe. Yeah, it was so great. Or is he watching General Hospital? I think oh, it was I actually think I think it was General Hospital. Because he talks about Carly later, yeah. Yeah. And, and so, that's one that I didn't watch. I didn't watch it either, but of course mm-hmm. I'm versed in it because right. of course you I are. Who I am. So Lucas says, We just buried mom three days ago. I'm not going back to school. Because she's like, You gotta go back to school, you gotta go back to school. And he's in high school. I know. Claire says, Mom would want you to graduate and me also. Now we get a flashback to Claire and she's getting her acceptance letter. Mom makes a fancy dinner with fake Kool-Aid. And the letter says parents can also take classes for free. Bullshit detector. Bullshit detector. This I would know. never happen. This I know. would never, ever, ever, ever happen. Nope. I thought of that immediately, too. I was like. If this hmm. happened in this time frame, which I'm thinking is the 90s. It's the 90s because she graduated in 95. Yeah. So she's my age. Yeah. Um, maybe that happened, but I have spent the last 17 years in higher education and there's no fucking way Mm-mm. they're giving accepted students, parents free tuition. Mm-hmm. No, no. And she graduated college in 95. Oh, okay. Okay. So there's, so there's no way. Yeah. Maybe this nope. is the promised land of California and just another one of its beautiful perks. Just one of its, yes. That happens maybe. when you wake up there. You're like, oh. Yeah, maybe you just mom, wake I up get and they're knocking on the door trying to get you free college. Okay. So Claire's like, we're not going to college together. No way, no way. Cut to them going to college together. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. You guys know I'm a huge fan of therapy. But what you may not know is you don't need to be in crisis to get help. See, we all carry around stressors, big and small, whether it's stuff at work, stuff with our kids, caring for our parents, even navigating friendships. Therapy is a safe place to work through those challenges. Therapy has also been a lifeline as I parent my teenage daughters. Working through some of my own stuff has made me a better mom. If you're thinking of starting, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to fit your schedule. BetterHelp matches you with a licensed therapist who fits your needs, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LittleMissRecap today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LittleMissRecap. In present day, Claire thinks she sees her mom on campus and she chases her and runs into bro. I didn't like this. They end up having sex in his car. I know. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. All right. There's a couple of things I didn't like about this. I'm very chatty today. That's okay. Sorry. Um, okay. Two things. One, love you, Merritt Weaver. But her seeing the mom on campus, like these like hallucinations that that was a bit much i didn't buy any of that that was not 
that drink needs to be there. And second, the angry banging. Can we talk about this? She's just angrily banging all over the place, like bangrily. (laughs) She's banging bangrily all over the place. This bangry is, something- is bangry describes your mood when you're so angry you just need to bang something out of your system. I guess I never. All right, so this is something I really need to dive into because I, feel like I angry have angry a little more fun. Yeah, I mean, God knows I get hangry like multiple times a day. Hangry and bangry. <laughs> I've been bangry for the last ten years. I'm teasing. No, oh, I'm actually. In all seriousness, I have. Ne- I don't. I don't know how to relate to people that use sex as an outlet for something because I've never done that. So I have a difficult time when I'm seeing her in these scenes. They feel very aggressive. I feel yeah. very unsafe when I'm watching it. Yeah. I don't like it at all. And um, the look of dread and hatred on her face, like it, it's it's so uncomfortable. But why? What? I- People do this. Like, what do they get out of it? She's clearly not even getting off. Let's be real. You can feel like it's a disassociation. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just like disassociate into like food. I think I honestly think it's like, um, it's like a worthlessness. Like, you feel like you're just throwing your body away. Like, you're just being careless with your body, your temple. You know what I mean? And then just disassociating in the moment. I don't know. Um, It definitely came from a place of pain and trauma. Did not come from a place of like, I'm in a bar and I'm. Yes. So that's all right. So that's the other thing. Is it just that maybe I'm not like bangable? Because like no one has even ever propositioned me for like, hey, you want to bang? Like that's never happened to me. Am I that? Like, what is wrong with me that no one's ever wanted to bang me? Like, that? Like angrily bang me? There's a lot of shows that Timmy and I will watch that, like, there's this idea out there that women can just get offers left and right. And I'm always like, that never happened to me. It doesn't happen. Nope. It has literally never happened to me. I'm not even exaggerating. That has never happened to me. I mean, it's happened. Okay. Um, mom, shut this off. <laughs> when I was single, I hooked up with a few people, but it was usually me doing that. Yes. It wasn't them being like, oh my God, you're so hot. You know, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will tell you this. The minute she said to him, fuck you, I was like, they're going to have sex. Like, mm-hmm. I just. I did know it. that. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. was this electricity between mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. It was real mm-hmm. weird. I real saw weird. that. I saw that. So to answer your question. I don't, I don't know why people do this, but I'm sure it's done all the time. You know, it is. that's why I need to understand. Like, I want to talk to someone that does this because I need to understand it better. I mean, it's just another form of self-destruction for her. So think of all the ways that we self-destruct, right? Like some people descend into alcohol, some people descend oh, yeah. into food, some um, people same. descend into sex. I know. I just don't get it. Like, that's not something that I want to descend into. And, like, I don't know. It's just not my place. <laughs> like throw me into a vat of gravy fries mm. and a bottle of 
I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. Keep talking. <laughs> All right. So that I'm a night, real basic bitch. That night, <laughs> Claire's taking, that night Claire's taking a bath and drinking wine. And I have a real problem with somebody coming in when I'm taking my bath. Yes. Ew. So much of this I didn't like. Yeah. Like we are bath women. We like our yes. bath. Um, yeah. I take a bath every single day, every day of the year. I have never missed a bath. We love that. Even when I travel, I take a bath. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Nope. Oh, nope. I'm in a nice hotel and nope. there's a big ass tub. I'm in it. Nope. Mm-hmm. I stand I, the I stand in the middle of the shower with like this, my arms clenched. So no part of me touches the oh. tub or the showers around. Well, you know, I clean it first. And I just bathe myself. I have a thing about it. It's not you even a cleanliness. It. It's like. I have no, almost it. like a, a a problem. No, I completely understand it. This weirdo husband comes in and he's like, what's going on? Like, why are you in the tub? Yeah. With a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. He, I'm okay with that. Bring me I'm a glass okay of wine that in too. the tub. But then he like thought it was okay to like, you know, slide his hand in there. And, yeah, he's like, kind of like finger banger. Like, like get, get out of here, here, dude. Get out of the tub, asshole. Mm-hmm. Sacred. So- Sacred space. Know where you are. We learned that she is one month from graduating magna cum laude, which is, I had to look this up because obviously I never graduated any cum laude. So cum laude is the lower echelon. It's like 3.4 to 3.5 or 6. Um, magnum, magna cum laude is roughly the top 6% of the class, 3.7 to 3.8. And then summa cum laude is the highest. So she's she's doing well, in other words. Now, current day Claire is in the basement, and she's trying to glue the nose back together, the mug. And then we see college-age Claire in her classroom, and the professor's asking about the nose. So I looked up the nose a little bit. Okay. Oh, I was going to, and then I was like, you know what? I bet Amy will. So the nose is a short story by Nikolai Gogol. Mm. Written during his time living in St. Petersburg, during this time, Gogol's works were primarily focused on the grotesque and absurd with a romantic twist. This is written between 1835 and 1836, and it tells the story of a St. Petersburg official whose nose leaves his face and develops a life of its own. So it's clearly surrealism. Yeah. I I struggled with it. I struggled with it. it. I'm over it. At one point, the mug, and at then one we'll point he sees his nose in like a military uniform that's higher than his rank. Like it's weird. It's weird. I don't. I'm not. I don't like it. So Claire tells me. the professor, "Like this story is bullshit." And professor's like, "Well, it could mean that the impossible is possible." And she says, "I'm just sad we haven't moved beyond misogynistic male authors who can't write about anything except allegories for their broken dicks." I mean, we only read one female author the entire semester. Like, welcome to English world. Welcome to the world. Mm -hmm. He says they have a paper required to graduate, so get writing it. Now, I don't know if you know this. This exact thing happened to me. Really? Exact thing. Really? I was in my senior year at Penn State, my final semester, I took this, I want to say it was like Western short story class. The professor just, we didn't, like, we just didn't vibe. Mm. He did not like me, whatever. Mm. He was an old, you know, an old white dude, like they most are. And 
he just, you know, he didn't care for my opinions. Let's put it that way. The final paper that I had to do for that class, he failed me. I could not graduate. I had to take a summer class here at Penn State Scranton to be able to graduate. So I technically graduated in August of 1999, not in May with the rest of my class. That's Mm -hmm. messed up. Mm -hmm. So I feel this. I feel this. Now, at home, we have Lucas watching some show with a breast cancer patient. It's General Hospital again. Mm -hmm. And Claire says she hates the cancer hero narrative. Like, mom died because she didn't want to live badly enough. I agree with her on that. I agreed with that. They decide to go out and get wasted at a club. Claire is drinking a lot. Mm -hmm. And she's making out with a woman. Mm -hmm. And Lucas loses his mind. That was weird. It was weird. It was really weird. It was like, weird. why does he care that much? I don't know. I mean, I, I get it. I think, get okay, it. he's in high school and this is the 90s. He's probably just like, I don't Dude, think I sexuality think- was as fluid as it is now. No, it definitely wasn't. Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's, yeah. I mean. Like I you would see this today and you wouldn't even think twice. You wouldn't think twice. No. Mm-hmm. No, it would have been a big deal when I was in high school. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So I but think I don't that- understand this brother at all. He's like I a total don't. idiot, but he's acting like is he being like protective of her or is he just being meddling? Like I don't understand I don't know what he's doing. Go away. Goodbye. I don't know either. And the actor feels like he's 24. Mm-hmm. Yes, it just doesn't work. Mm. It's not working. They go into the alley, they have a big fight. And Claire tells Lewis mm-hmm. she cheated on Jess, that's her husband, with the bro. And then she says, then, just can't be good without her. So I know. I wrote that down. Mm-hmm. And that's where the self-destructive behavior is coming from. Mm-hmm. I mean, we okay. see it all the time. We just, we don't see it a lot with sex, I guess. On I screen. know. And that's, and I guess that's, that's what it is. I just don't, I don't know. Well, oh, can't. I, I don't see sex as destructive, but I guess some people do. You know what I well, mean? I mean, I can see how it could be in a situation like this. I just need to understand more of what drives you to that. Right. Like, right. I just, that's never just even been on my radar. Like, just feed me. Bring me just a bag of Doritos. Me. It's all good. Just give me a bag of Doritos. <laughs> Doritos. <laughs> okay, so college College Age Claire remembers seeing her mom on campus. We get a little flashback of them. And then she thinks she sees her again, and she's having trouble writing the paper. Like, she just can't write this paper. She comes home drunk. Mm. Jess is not happy. He's like, are you drunk? And then he says, Lucas came home drunk, too, and he's only in high school, Claire. Like, somebody needs to look after him. And Claire says, we need our mother. Now, this age, Claire, I I get that she's devastated over this loss. But, like, you're still acting this way. I know. I don't, and that's what I can't, I can't relate to any of this. So and it's like, I'm actually kind of bummed out about it because I don't, I want to love it, but I'm like losing my, it's losing its luster for me. I agree. I agree. So now she has a dream that her mother's telling her to burn it all down. Then we see current day Claire. Second dream she's had of something with the mom. Remember she had that other dream and she was like chasing her or something. I can't remember, but there was something. Yeah, and like apparently first was angry. Yeah, but why? I don't know. 
-hmm. So current day Claire is writing an essay. It's the paper that she was supposed to write for her class. Mm -hmm. She's telling us that her mother died over spring break their senior year. So she's talking about like what that professor said about the absurd absurdity of the story, like the impossible being possible. So she's like, my mother died over spring break of our senior year, which seemed impossible. And then became, she became determined to blow up the life her mother wanted for her. Um, she has some really good lines in here. Like she talks about the absurdity and the arbitrary nature of disappearance, a hungry ache to resurrect what was lost, the bald truth that the impossible can become possible faster than anyone thinks. And then she says, my mom was alive and healthy. Seven weeks later, she was dead. Impossible. Someone you, sometimes you wake up and you realize you've actually lost your nose and you have to figure out how you're going to live without it. Again, the voiceover being the best part of the entire show. Always. In my opinion. Yeah. This story is just so fucking sad. It's over the top sad. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. it's like, it's manipulative. Like it just wants to manipulate you to cry. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't come naturally, but it's working. I'm crying. Obviously. Yes. I didn't cry in this episode. This one. I did. This one was just kind of eh. I did. I cried because I have such a deep love of education. I know. (laughs) I know you do. And I tell this story all the time. Like my mom could not go to college and she did sacrificed everything to send us. And like, that is such a huge deal to me. And so my kids are going to fucking college. Donna. Because it's like. The thing that, you know, I know, is revered in my mind. So they're going. Get it. Mm-hmm. Neither of my parents were very involved in our education. So mm-hmm. I have the opposite of that. Yeah. We're like, I wish I had someone that was more encouraging. Yes. My husband as well. He had the yeah. same instance. Like mm-hmm. they just, his family most of them owned businesses. Like he comes from like an entrepreneurial background, not in his direct family. Well, his mom owned a beauty shop, but like a lot of his relatives owned businesses. Mm -hmm. It's so weird. Yeah, Nobody in my family owned a business. No, same. Um, So like they kind of took that path and the trades and stuff like that. And they didn't really believe in education like that. You know what it is? Both of my parents did not come from money. Mm-hmm. And in those days, it was a privilege mm-hmm. to go to school. And sure. neither of them ha- were afforded that privilege. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just something that wasn't ingrained in them. They both came from really big families. My mom is one of nine. My dad's yeah, one of Yeah, there's no way you're sending nine kids to school. No. Mm-mm. There's no fucking way. No, it sucks. Whatever. But I think... For me, too, like, I believe it's a big equalizer for women. Like, I'm I'm a big advocate of women being educated. Yes. And, I mean, you can be educated and be self-educated. I always say my husband didn't go to college and he's one of the smartest people I know. Because mm-hmm. he's traveled, he's read his entire life. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't yeah. need to be – I know a lot of people who didn't go to college and are very, very smart. Right. I think that's important for women. Mm-hmm. I just really do. And I don't know why. Like, if you can't go to college, educate yourself. You know, whatever that looks like. Because, you know, it's like the biggest thorn in my side that I didn't go. 
Right. But I feel like you're self-educated. I completely am. Yeah. And I but feel I, like it's always are, some, it's, it's one of my biggest insecurities though. But there are people who, who didn't go to college and that's fine, but who have never like read a book or never, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and yeah. they just never were able to further their education. Like my grandmother was one of them, you know, yeah. she had an eighth grade education her whole mm-hmm. life. Like, mm-hmm. I know Well, my parents, my dad went to trade school. My mom did not go to college, but they're very, um, they're very smart. Like they just educated themselves. They're big Mm -hmm. readers. They're very like, they're interested in knowledge and, you know. Yeah. They're, they were like enlightened in a way that I think a lot of people at that time were not. Yeah. Yeah. I really do believe that Mm -hmm. about your parents. Like they were much more progressive. I feel like. Yeah, which is weird. A lot of parents at that. No, but I mean it. And I mean, I didn't even know you then, but just hearing how you grew up and, you know, the stories of your childhood and of your parents, they they were so much more progressive than- They were so young. My parents were. Like, my mom was 17. My dad was 19 when they had Jenny. And they always say, like, we all grew up together. And it does really feel like that in a weird way. Yeah. Like, they were just so young. It was really crazy. All right. So we see the graduation ceremony. Claire's there, not for herself, but to get an honorary degree for Merritt Weaver. <laughs> We're just calling her Merritt Weaver. <laughs> she breaks down sobbing afterwards. And then we see Claire print out the essay, reminding us of the saying that Merritt Weaver gave us in the beginning, which was, you can't let the worst thing that has ever happened to you stop you from getting what you want. And then... um we see Claire is sending the essay off to, I think it's the registrar who would, yeah. who would do that part. Yep. Now at school, the family pulls up and Claire asks Ray, because Ray, remember guys, was thrown a fit, didn't want to go to school. So they stop in front of the school and she turns around. She says, if you don't want to go to school, what do you want to do? And Ray says, can we please just go home? And Claire, you know, decides she's going to say, okay. Like she softens and she says, okay. And Claire said, and Ray, Ray's like, what? What? What do you mean? Why is this a trick? How is this a trap? Claire says, I want, look, I want so much for you, but if you don't want it for yourself, you'll never get it. And Ray reluctantly gets out of the car and goes to school. End of episode. Yep. Eh. Eh. I mean, this one was... Again, I feel like it touched on something that's real specific to me. Like, I don't know if this is a very broad show. You know what I, I mean? Know. And there's like the parts of me that that this is hitting are, are mostly like directly related to the relationship I had with my dad. Right. Which is seems very similar to the relationship Claire has with Merritt Weaver. Um <laughs> But other than that and her craziness, like I can relate to some of that, like just that frazzled when she's yeah. being frazzled and the hair's crazy. And that's how I feel like I look all the time. But then I'm like, but I don't really act like that, but I think I do. So maybe I am in my head. It's just not, I'm not yeah. actually acting not. it out. Like it's just, it's, it's a little, it is becoming over the top. I didn't see it when you brought it up last week, but yeah. I'm seeing, I'm feeling it big time now. Like, I just feel like they're not doing a good job of connecting the dots of why her life is in shambles now. No, they're not. We don't know. I still need to know who is this first husband? Why did she get married to him? We get a little more. I I snuck ahead and watched episode seven. 
okay. you get their back. So I was that. thinking like, did she get pregnant? And is that where the mom, where they were in that episode when she gets called back? We thought she was getting, like, I was like, was she getting a vaccine? I can tell like, you no, she doesn't get pregnant. Oh. That I know of. In episode been, I don't get it. Yeah. And there's so, there's so many flashbacks and not enough answers. And I'm actually, because I know it's ending soon, I'm getting pissed that it's going to end and I'm not going to get my answers. Yeah. The flashbacks, again, maybe because they're based in truth are just much more interesting for me than me the current storyline. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. Like a, a girl who, you know, loses her mother at a pivotal age and then unravels. Mm-hmm. That's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. A 40 year old woman who's still unraveled, but we don't know why. Yeah, and who has it. zero chemistry with their hot husband. That's not <laughs> interesting to me. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's it guys that's episode five if you haven't already please like us on instagram i'm at little miss recap at little miss recap and you can email us now little miss recap at gmail.com merit weaver i'm here for you merit weaver slide into those dms we'll answer my dms Mm -hmm. here for you girl all right guys thanks for listening we'll see you soon bye